we find ourselves in a very special time in the month of Tishrei, really in, I would say, transitional days. Um, the month of Tishrei, of course, is the month of Yom Tevim, of special dates and special messages and energies, um, but it's really divided into two halves. We have the Rosh Hashanah, Aser Simei Yom Kippur, part of Tishrei, which is more serious, somber, time spent in shul, time davening, reflective. Um, that's the first part. And then we have the Sukkot, Simchas Besa Shoeva, Simchas Shmini Atzeres, Simchas which is the rejoicing and the happiness and the dancing and the Sukkah with the Torah, etc. Um, very, very different angle or very different type of way of celebrating. And today, we are in those few days, the four days that are really the transition from one to the other. Yom Kippur finishes on the 10th of Tishrei, and then you have the 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th, which is really transitional days, and then starts Zman Simchaseinu, the time of our rejoicing, which is Sukkot, which begins this coming Sunday night. Um, and of course, a question that many of us deal with is transitioning is never easy. And especially when we talk about feelings, and here we're talking about from one type of feeling to another type of feeling, one type of way of um, celebrating another type to, to a very different type of way. Um, and the question more so is, many times the conditions that made us serious, <coughs> that made us pensive, that we had in our mind when we daven, when we prayed in Shul, and Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur, those conditions are still very much there. Um, many people... Um, have very different, very many different types of difficulties that are in their mind, um, health issues, other issues, family issues, communal issues, spiritual issues, physical issues. And when we daven, when we pray to Hashem, especially on such days like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, um, these weigh heavily on us, and we think about them, and we ask for them, and we daven for them, and we're looking for direction, and for guidance, and for help, and for salvation. Um, and when Yom Kippur finishes... Many of those things are still there. They didn't disappear. Um, so how do we go about <coughs> changing our method of feeling, <coughs> excuse me, and come suddenly to start being so happy and to dance and to rejoice when the difficulties that we davened for and that we're living through still very much exist? And that's obviously a very simple and important question to deal with. It's interesting that this week's Shabbos, tonight and tomorrow, we read the Torah portion of Hazinu. Now, Hazinu is called the Parsha of Shira, a Parsha of Song. Um, throughout the Torah and Tanakh, there are a number of songs that we have, but the only Parsha that the entire Parsha is called a Parsha of Song is the Parsha of Hazinu. And that's this week's Torah portion, which is a song that Moshe Rabbeinu writes or sings um, uh, to and with Klal Yisrael. Now, although it's called the Parsha of Song, when one reads the words, one might expect to hear just uh, celebrations and just happy things, because that's what song brings to mind. But in truth, there's many harsh verses in the Parsha, and there's verses of punishment and difficulty, and nevertheless it's called the Parsha of Song. And one of the messages of that is that we do have the ability, even in a state of, even in, um, while we're going through difficult situations in life of all different types, to be able to approach it with a song, to be able to approach it with simcha, and that yes, there are those difficulties. Still, we do have the ability to come at it from the angle of simcha and of song. 
And of course, this is a broad topic and there's many different ideas to this and different ideas to explain and learn. I want to talk about one point. And that is a Pasuk in last week's Torah portion. It talks there again about difficulties of the future. Hashem says that when we will not be good with Him. So He says, There will come a time when I will hide my face from you. Hashem says, I will hide my face, I will hide my bracha, I will hide my shining countenance. And He uses a double expression. I will hide, hide, doubly hide my face or my presence from you. What does that double expression mean? The Baal Shem Tov explains that sometimes something's hidden, but at least we know it's there. Um, you know, it's hidden, but we recognize that it's hidden. Sometimes it's so hidden that we forget its existence. And what Hashem is telling us is that there are times that He's so hidden from us that not only do we recognize that He's there, but He's hidden, but He's totally not there. We don't see Him at all. We don't feel Him. We don't feel His presence. Totally, totally hidden. So this would seem to be obviously a very terrible thing and a very terrible um, type of punishment or prophecy of punishment where Hashem is totally, totally concealed from us. At the same time, if you think about those three words, Vanoichi Hastir Astir, the first word is Vanoichi, which is I, Hashem says it's me. I want you to remember that even when I'm hidden and even when I'm doubly hidden, never forget who is behind the hiding. And I want to share with you a, an interesting or funny memory of when I was a student in Yeshiva and sitting with friends, and we were ringing, and there's a Hasidic nigan that was sung. And the Hasidic nigan is to the words, Ochein ata kel mistatir, which means, true, you are a God who is, is, is hiding, or is a hidden God. And the, the tune is one that lends itself to a discussion, and that was what the discussion was about, is it a happy tune or is it a pensive tune? The tune goes like this. And so on. So one group of, uh, or one way of thinking in our class was that it's a pensive tune. So it's a pensive tune. And the others were singing it quickly. As a happy tune. And the question was, are these words of happiness or are these words of pensiveness? Are they somber words? And depending on that, what is the tune? So the words are that you are a God who is hidden. So on the one hand, obviously, isn't that sad or isn't that difficult when God is hidden, when God's blessings are hidden, when it's difficult, when we don't see his, again, his, his lovingness and his shining countenance. The other way of looking at it is, that even when one is going through all those difficulties and um, doesn't feel the blessings of Hashem, he says, I recognize that it's you behind the veil. It's you behind the mask. True, it's difficult. And true, I'm not feeling the bracha right now. But I remind myself and I remember that it's you who are there and it's you who's conducting this. And if it's coming from you and I know that you love me, then it can't be bad. It has to be for the good. It has to be for my own good. Um, true, at this moment, <clears throat> I don't appreciate it. <clears throat> and I don't see the goodness. But I know, <clears throat> without any doubt, that it's you that's, that's behind this. And that's you that's controlling this. And therefore, I put my faith in you. And I recognize, and I hope, and I believe 
that is going to be good in a way that even I can feel that way. And that's what the two schools of thought were. Till today, I don't have a conclusive answer to the question of how that song is supposed to be sung. But I, to me, it makes perfect sense that there's both ways to sing that song. And there's times when we think about the difficulty of the situation, and we are pensive, and we are somber, and there's times when we recognize that it's coming from Hashem, and in every moment it's coming from Hashem, and at those times we're able to break out into a joyous song, even in that difficult moment. And perhaps that's one of the ways that we transition from Yom Kippur into Sukkot. At the high point, at the last moments of Yom Kippur, when Shul, we stood together and we, and we cried out, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. We cried out the battle cry of the Jewish people, of all the generations, that we believe in one Hashem, everything comes directly from Him. And we finished with saying seven times, Hashem Hu Elokim, God is God, and He's the only power and the only force where everything comes from. And He's behind everything and involved in everything. And therefore, though throughout the day we davened and our hearts may have been heavy at times for difficulty, real difficulty, and hardship, at the end of Yom Kippur, we recognize and we say, it was true, it's hard, it's difficult, and yet we know with perfect faith that every detail of that, every ounce of that, is 100% connected with you and you're behind it and you're involved in it. And we're ready to go into the sukkah, which is the idea of being enveloped totally in God's embrace. And when we're enveloped by Him, and when we feel that we're enveloped, then though at the moment there might still be difficulties that we're dealing with, we recognize that they're coming from Hashem, Gamzulotova, they must be for good, they will be for good, we'll see that goodness, and we're able to celebrate with that, re- with that realization and that relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem should give the ability to each and every one of us to transition properly and to get ready and to really have a wonderful Zman Simcha a time of true Simcha, true joy in our relationship with Hashem, to recognize all the gifts that He does give us, to understand that the difficulties are temporary and that His kindness will shine through and to be able to celebrate properly a good Shabbos and a good Yom Tov to all.